Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Half Squads. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave Kleinschmidt. We have a special guest with us today, all the way from somewhere, David Pentland. Say hi, David. Hi. Hi, everybody. Yep. Great to be on the show. Thanks very much. Glad to have you. Very Pleasure. An honor it's to an honor. have you. Honor to be you're, on. <laughs> you're, you're an actual famous person. <laughs> Don't know about that. <laughs> As opposed well, thanks, to infamous. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dave Kleinschmidt, you're the one that, that set this up. You, do you, do you and David go way back, or how'd this happen? Of course. That's just because I always love to do the box art reviews on our program yes. and have always admired and emulated <laughs> the fantastic artists of Advanced Squad Leader. And, of course, they're artists in their own right. And so we're just thrilled to have uh, David Pentland with us today. And it's our first time meeting, although we've been yes. emailing over over time. Yeah. So, so David, where where are you? Are you in, you're um, in Northern, somewhere? Northern Ireland? Yeah. So up up uh, on the coast, I'd say Belfast, about twenty minutes outside Belfast. So we're having great weather here for the first time in a long time. So down on the beach for a walk in the mornings and then back to work <laughs> at the at the uh, iPad at the minute mostly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's good. It's a nice place to be. So it is. Yeah, it sounds sounds nice. And we'd love yeah. thank you for the offer. We'd love to come. <laughs> no problem, anytime. <laughs> Bring your own helicopter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, are you Everybody from that area? Are you from that area originally, or have you moved around a lot? Yeah, originally Belfast, and then uh, moved down to Bangor. Um, it's sort of like a, a, a seaside town, you know. And I moved down here when I was at school, and um, very very nice lifestyle, and I've, I've stayed here ever since, really. Um, so get a lot of friends here and, uh, the more games down here. So, and there's a war game club in Belfast as well. So, um, that's always been a big part of, uh, of my life as well as a, the, the painting. So, um, that's sort of tied together whenever I started doing the, the box art. It was quite, quite brilliant. I'm <laughs> really, really surprised that I was able to get to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause a lot yeah, of the guys I saw doing box art were all heroes of mine, you know? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, who were who were your heroes in the back um, in the day? Well, back in the day, I would have been because I would have done uh, war gaming as a kid, and so you would have been buying model model figures, and I went into doing model making as well. So I was doing one thirty fifth scale. So the heroes would have been people like Ron Volstad and all the Japanese mm-hmm. guys at the Tamiya, and um, well, you you've got on your wall for Zeta, So there was an overlap there with science fiction art as well. Um, Roger Dean and people like that. So it was quite a wide, wide, uh, sort of, but probably a common sort of like, uh, uh, range of people I would have admired, you know. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's like a, this is doing, doing military stuff was like a sort of dream of mine. And it was, uh, quite surprising that, that, it, uh, took off. Yeah. And what, what came first, gaming or, or art? Yeah. Gaming. I think my dad had me make a, well, not at gaming, suppose. First of all, it was model making. So first thing was probably at about the age of five or six, I was doing a, um, some model aircraft, Airfix. Um, so my dad got me to do a, a folk wheel 190. And I told my teacher that I made one of these and she's, she was horrified, thought I was cursing. And uh, so ever since I called oh. an, an, an FW190 after that for a long time. <laughs> um, and then from there we went on to model figures. So my brother and I, he's younger, but uh, the two of us were doing like uh, Earthix, 
uh, war game figures and would play games that way. And then a couple of friends from school would join in and uh, gradually built up from there. And there was a war game club in Belfast we used to go to. And uh, yeah, I mean, so then at the same time, I was doing art uh, at school. And my dad was uh, a bit of an artist. Uh, he, he, he taught us a lot. And then um, we'd do a lot of uh, sort of just anything, really, birds, um, science fiction, whatever. And uh, and then at school, I didn't go on the art, um, but I was always interested in the sort of military stuff, you know. So there was that overlap between the two two subjects, I think, in history. It all sort of fused together into what I really enjoyed doing, you know. So, um, but, but as I say, I was inspired by a lot of the guys there. Um, the artist actually as well uh, was, was, was amazing, so... I, I used to love looking at all the, the box covers and thinking, well, I didn't do that, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and those are the, the airfix, um, yeah, plastic figures. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. About. 70 seconds yep. scale. Yeah. Yeah. But we moved, moved those, on. Yeah, yeah. We moved yeah. on from plastic yeah. figures to metal figures to board games. I think my brother and I bought SPI. Um, first one we got was um, uh, Ardennes Offensive and uh, Sinai. And then we started subscribing to the magazine. Yeah, that blew our minds, you know. Wow, you know, these fantastic games every so often, you know. Yeah. So we've, we've, yep. we've got a big collection of games. <laughs> we never get playing half the time, but it's it's changing. We're getting a bit of time to play now. So it's good. Yeah, I do remember the illustrations on uh, those um, Airfix boxes. They were something that's just simple, but it just fired my imagination, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's great stuff. So, and then you said now your dad taught you most. You didn't do any yeah. art school, or did you? Well, um, with that, I did art at school. You know, uh, we had like um, uh, we would do first and second. I uh, do first to, to sixth form, and then after that, you would go to university or something like that. There, but actually, I was slated to go to art college, and then we changed my mind at the last minute because uh, there was a bit of a slump. And I was going to I was going to do graphic design, um, and there was a bit of a slump at the time. And I was advised by one of the tutors in the, in the college that, you know, maybe better to go and get a, 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 a trade. So actually I went off and did quantity surveying, which is a bit like, you know, sort of accountancy for architects. And it was really boring and I uh, hated it. And uh, <laughs> as soon as I could get out of it, I mean, it was, I, I think I did about three or four years of college and then about three or four years working and uh, just wasn't my thing. So I went into advertising. Um, I started doing art for advertising, illustration. And, uh, I did, did a good few years at that. And it's a good, it's a really good way of learning, um, you know, to do, you know, the deadlines and sort of, uh, sort of, you have to do, you have to do work, which you don't always enjoy, but you have to find a way to do it. So it would have been like, uh, storyboards and, uh, adverts, you know, sort of mock-ups and things like that. That's a good training ground. And, um, so that's where I learned my, I suppose, a lot of the trade. And, and, and then I, I went out into, uh, illustration for a military illustration after that and eventually decided right well enough of this you know i want to do something to enjoy doing so that was that um so it was initially aircraft and then um one of the guy a uh, guy who was doing the prints he invited me to do prints and uh Cranston fine arts and he says yes they would do tanks and so he had a stable of artists that were doing various military uh art and uh i, I started doing the tanks and and that was I don't know why I never thought of it before, but it was really something I enjoyed. That, and so I stuck with it. Um, and then so, you do other odd stuff. So for that kind of stuff, what did you use? What do you use for the basis of what you're doing? I mean, do you go out and look at a tank or take a photo? And 
uh, well, that, I mean, or how's yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it was, uh, this, well, initially when I was doing it, we'd been pre-internet, you know, so you, it would have been a case of photographs, and um, and then also because it was make a model, so it could actually make a model of the of the, the subject as well, or had the kit, you know, it gives you all the, gives you a lot of the technical detail that you can't actually find that easily, even if you're walking around the tank. Um, inevitably, you get home and find the photograph you want that's not there. <laughs> what happens at that bit? So, um, so yeah, model model making actually came in quite good to to help there. Um, and then later on, uh, with the internet, you know, there's a lot of information. I mean, a big collection of books also helped. I had to had to pull the library together. And uh, so nowadays, you know, most of the stuff's online. Um, except when you're looking for a detail, it's never there when you want it. And uh, a week after you finish the, act, the actual painting, then uh, you, know, a turn, you know, you find the magazine or the book that you were looking for all that time, <laughs> and it turns up. So it's Murphy's Law, you know. But uh, yeah, um, most of the stuff would have been done like that. Or um, occasionally, you'd be lucky enough to get the actual the actual vehicle, and you could study it as well. Um, we're not. We wouldn't have the range of vehicles you would have in the States, you know, available. I think you've probably got a massive, massive range of, uh, uh museums about. I mean, uh, for me to get the tank museum, it's over in England and it, it is brilliant. You know, it's fantastic, but you know, you couldn't be there all the time. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's usually, usually books and magazines and whatever, you know. Yeah. And then the, the bit, the situations that you put the vehicles in, you, Kind of have one of those aha moments, or uh, where you conceive it, or is it is it like I am like sometimes when I was painting on canvases and not just doing miniatures, uh, that blank canvas is just staring at you, yeah. and you're and you're just yeah, sitting there yeah, like, I okay, I have to do something now. No, um, and that, that is terrifying. Actually, if you've got a blank canvas, it's, it's, it's most people don't realize it. That, that, that's not really how you should start. So what you want to do is sketches or something like that, or just rough doodles or whatever. And so, yeah, I would probably, I think you usually get inspiration from other things. You might be looking at, you know, a photograph or, or somebody else's artwork. Uh, maybe it's something totally unrelated, but you just see, oh yeah, it's quite nice. You know, that, that balance, you know, you have the thing sitting to the right and figures to the left. And usually it's a case of, you know, messing about with various layouts until you've got something that looks quite interesting. And also, if you're doing, like, for instance, the likes of the, um, uh, the ASL work, you usually, you're usually working on a certain, uh, layout. So you've got to come up with something different for, you know, you can't do the same, lay, you know, sort of layout each time. You know, you can't have your tank in the right and your figure on the left or something like that. So you're always constantly trying to come up with something, something slightly different or something dramatically, you know, dramatically different. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, you know, you get inspiration from, you know, maybe in TV, you know, you're watching a film, you go, oh, that looks good, you know. You've got somebody coming on from the right and, you know, kind of light in the center. So, you know, so these sort of things give you a spark and then, and then you work up. So I normally work up sketches, um, pretty well, you know, finished line sketches, you know, and tone. And then when all that's done, and usually anyway, you're working for a client. So you normally do that and maybe even go to a color sketch. Uh, and when the client's happy, they can sort of see what they're going to get in the finished product. Then you can go to the canvas. So yeah, when you start the canvas, you're not really going to a blank one. It's a matter of tracing out what you've got, you know, the work to. So um, yeah, I think that's that's a big problem for people, you know, learning the paint or, or, or you know, um, just being faced with that the horror of what do you do now, you know? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the blank piece of paper then instead yeah, of the yeah, canvas. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 absolutely. It is. It is. 
Um, so yeah, you usually got, you know, you work, and I, I would have worked on a couple of things at the same time. Usually I wouldn't have worked on one just and, and, and then started another one. I'd usually have three or four different, uh, subjects on the go. Um, and for instance, the minute I've got about six aircraft, so, uh, images and I had to get two done. Um, but the rest of them are all laid out. The, the black and whites are all laid out and then I'm, I've got two or three color ones to finish off and I've finished off a couple of original, a couple of actual, uh, finished artwork. So yeah, you know, it's sort of, you're not better to sort of move from one thing to another if you get stuck. So if you get stuck on a detail, I'll leave it and go to something else, you know, mm-hmm. and you're not tearing your hair out, you know. Um, <laughs> that's just the way I do it. And other people do it differently. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a point where you actually put your brush on canvas and oh, do yeah, the work yeah. there. So your yeah, yeah. your your art is uh is paint. Yeah. Is that really um, your medium uh, for the final work? Yeah, uh it depends. I mean certainly for a lot of the SL ones and, and then the early days, um, before I had a, an iPod, um it was um it was always uh, on on canvas or on uh board. So I, I would work in I would work in uh, acrylics or oils. And also in gouache, so, uh, depending on what the, the style I wanted, you know, but, um, yeah, ultimately, you know, you'd be sitting there and you'd be working on a, an easel. Uh, nowadays, uh, half, I mean, more of the work actually now is probably done on the, on the iPad because it gives you that much more freedom to make corrections and changes, you know, as you go. Um, okay. and because of the quality now, you, you know, you can get, you can get the detail, uh, and the scale, the size of that there now, you know, um, but, but certainly, if somebody wants an original, you know, for their wall, then it'll be it'll be a canvas or a on board. And um, if it's just a commercial job, uh, then if well, not just commercial, but if it's a commercial yeah. job <laughs> where they where they're not going to pay you for the canvas, you know, then and they just want the full rights to it. That's the other that's the other issue. Sometimes people want the full the full rights to the to the image, and you know, you'll make a price for that. But it means then that um, there's re- there's really no point. And having the original, if they don't want it, you know, and maybe I could sell it on later. But sometimes, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a subject that that's not not a lot of people could be interested in, you know, because it's specific to the client, then you know, there's no point there. But if it was something like a lot of the ones I did for uh, all the SL ones and a lot of ones for Plastic Soldier Company, I think they got they're quite nice sort of images that people might want um, for their wall. So uh, that and it's worthwhile doing an original from my point of view, you know. And, um, you just started correct. I think it goes well. Um, that's the only thing. That is, it's it's so much easier on digital, you know. Yeah. Was it hard to learn the digital? Now, I, I'm way behind. I'm. I'm. You know, people laugh like that. I actually do a podcast and I do all this tech <laughs> stuff. But as far as the arts go, I, I'm going to go get a canvas I'm working on in a, in a few months. Yeah. And, and okay. I'm going to grab your book, which I should have had. We'll do a crit. Here. We'll do a crit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and your, and your book. And, um, but, um, working on the iPad, then you're just using a stylus and stuff. And yeah. it's, so it's literally just like drawing, right? Like, uh, I mean, yeah. I've done simple programs. Well, but it must be it. really complicated or. Well, I mean, I don't think, I think you need to be able to paint if you want to do an oil painting on, on a, on a, on a uh, an iPad. Or, or a, sorry, a tablet. Um, I think you need to be able to, to paint or you need to be able to draw if you, you want to do a drawing on it. But the actual, the actual technique is much the same as if you're actually using physical paint, you know, um, because they have, I mean, although you're using a stylus, it actually can be 
a paintbrush or it could be a very, you know, a big wide paintbrush yeah. or it could be an oil you brush. Change or the sizes. You can change it to anything, you know. So it's just like, you know, actually physically doing a painting. Um, can, also, can you like, like yeah, select yeah. like smoke and then like just kind of well, push it yeah, across? Another, another, another thing too is that, that you can't, you can't get with actual, you know, um, ordinary painting or traditional painting is you can actually have like, yeah, as you say, you can have like a smoke stamp. It's like a stamp and you can use that, you know, or I mean, some people in the background, you'll see it, some digital art, you have figures in the background, but those figures aren't actually hand drawn in. They're just, it's a brush and it's like a stamp that they put on it and you can enlarge the figure, or, you know. Um, I, I don't really do that. So I, I still actually work just as a way of painting and everything's done in by hand, you know, but there are shortcuts and certainly there's a lot of artists use, use them. Uh, and if you know, if you, if you, if you're, if you've got used to doing it that way, then it's great. You know, it's a great shortcut. And it's it's great help. So, but you can't, yeah, you can, you can, um, you can do it just the way you would do an ordinary painting or drawing. In fact, the last, the last set of drawings I did for, um, Plastic Soldier Company, do, they did a series of, um, rule books called For Battleground. Uh, I don't know if you've seen them. Um, that's a figure rule, rule set. And so every, they're, uh, they're really, they're, they're great, great, great games, so it is, but, to bring out like a like a was it a, a rule book on say torch operation torch or there was one on the Pacific the first part one you know and they've got a lot of photographs in it of uh, vehicles you know model figures and so forth but I I did a series of pencil drawings for them and the first the first few books I did the pencil drawings um, in pencil and then the latter one they actually did it on the the, the iPad and digitally and uh, you know you, you can't tell the difference you know because it's just like doing an actual drawing. So it is, and so I mean, it is. That is phenomenal, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I mean uh, the last job before this, the last one we did was canvas, um, so it was so it, it's sort of a mix, you know. Still when like you, when you you do a job for a company like that, though, they have. Tell me how this works, because I'll think of something like um, Warhammer, which mm-hmm. has a very particular style to it. Yeah, uh, all their stuff has a very particular style to it. And so uh, some company comes to you and wants you to do stuff. Do you have to kind of match in with their style or do you get to bring your own style into it? I think um, I expect there's some guys that are probably who are happy to, to, you know, they can they can go to that style. No, I I I would normally be, you know, I keep them my own style and people would buy it in. They would ask me to do something with that, you you know, using that style or I would, you know, supply. I, I mean, I don't do just one style. So, I mean, I would say, right, you could have it like this or that, you know, and they would say, yes, we'll, we'll like that still, use that. So, um, yeah, Warhammer is a funny one because I think it is very, it is, you know, it is very much, a, um, what's the word, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of set in stone a lot, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 very particular. Um, I haven't done any work for them. But, yeah, I mean, a, um, a lot of this stuff yeah. seems like they work from a palette, a color palette, or, and I, I don't know anything about art, but. You know, you can look at something. You could go, "Oh, that goes with that game," or that, yeah. "This this goes with that." Mm-hmm. You know, so I and I never could figure out how they do that because they got so much of it. You know, you look at these Dungeons and Dragons. Every time Dungeons and Dragons publishes <laughs> a new yeah. version every year, they've got all new books with all new art. I'm thinking, how are they churning out all this stuff? They must have people that. Well, I think I think they actually. I mean, I think it's like Magic the Gathering, for instance. Or they have yeah. like several artists, you know, more than seven, maybe tons of artists yeah. worldwide. And they would just sort of say, right, we'll get them to do twenty, get her to do, you know, twenty, and they're happy to have different um, 
artist work shown. It's like a showcase. In fact, yeah, I mean, there, there is one. There's a group in Iceland called Cards, and they do a, they do a digital game. So it's a digital uh, sort of um, card game. But they've actually used a lot of art from lots of different uh, military artists. So it's uh, you know it's set uh, it's set World War Two, and each of the cards has got a bit of artwork on it. You know, so they've they've actually commissioned from lots of different famous. You know, you'll know Roland Grin's dead and people like you know a lot of a lot of military aircraft and uh, tanks and whatnot. You know, and ships and so forth. The, the, so they they'll just buy it in the artists that they like. Uh, yeah. But yes, you're right. The other ones like. Probably Warhammer probably have their own in-house artists that they would use. Oh, you know, maybe so. that, you know, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I couldn't find the book, which is, I don't know. I think I must have taken it upstairs with my he other sold it. He sold it already. Yeah. Well, no, I have it. I have it. Cause I just saw, I just had it. I think I took it upstairs, but, check um, the ba- check the bathroom. For, for my things, I have, um, uh, well, we will be able to. Link it up. I'll, I'll I'll post a picture of me no. with it. With the picture. Yeah. This is my painting of Gollum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's unfinished, and this is supposed yeah. to be rocks behind him, and then this uh-huh. is a cloudy sky. This is very amateurish. I, I'm going to over. No, no, no. But what yeah. I used was my son as a model. Yep, excellent. Don't tell him that, but yeah. yeah. He's a he's a wiry little kid, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> he makes a well, great golem. He was a wire he was a wiry kid fifteen years ago. Dave yeah. oh, right. about fifteen years since you started that? Uh I started this <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been a, it's been about ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've seen a lot of miniatures like though and built a lot of models. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the other way around. I've got loads of models sitting there. Half built. My friends are saying, "Are you ever going to finish one of these?" You know. Um, so yeah, that's that's the other. I mean, there's there's a, there's a group of guys there, and we go once a year for Christmas dinner and things like that. And they're all model makers, and they, they tried to do a thing whereby you know on uh, on WhatsApp, okay, let's do a group build, you know. And they all did it, and I started one, and then I just realized, oh, this 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 tank turret's wrong, you know. And uh, by the time I worked out what was wrong with it, they'd all finished there. So, <laughs> 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 so yeah, so well, yeah, I'm the only way, man. Yeah, I have to finish it off for sure, and probably give it to my son since he posed for it. <laughs> um, and then I have, I really want to get back to painting these uh, models. Jeff knows too. I have this m- giant mastodon in a tar pit with different figures around it. That's all right, uh, yeah, yeah. Resin cast, it's like called like yeah. garage. Um, yeah, garage kit. Yeah, yeah, garage kits. So I just discovered those. Like, well, it's probably now been eight years, but I, ha- I have done a giant woolly yeah. mammoth and and woolly rhino, and I have, but I do have a ton of kits too. I need to get to, and and yeah. then Jeff and I sat and built a Pirates of the Caribbean model kits that I had when I was a kid that they reissued. And that was fun, right, Jeff? We got to talk and be like yeah. chilling and just modeling instead of producing a show or yeah. gaming yeah. ASL. You know? um, but then Jeff did buy some tank kits, and I think that didn't last too long. Is that right, Jeff? <laughs> uh, the boxes are oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in very good shape. I've got about <laughs> six of these. But I, I was going to ask uh, David about this one. I think i got to get his opinion on this one. Not even sure he knows about this guy. Oh. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, Jeff's moving uh, up we, the Ross. Yeah. You, you know Bob Ross? 
yeah, audio yeah, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. We actually we actually didn't get him here when you were getting him in the States originally, you know, but he did make an appearance later on. But we had Nancy Kaminsky, do you remember? Did, did you ever get her? I think you think she's American. No. Um and she was something similar. Um but a lot of people actually, yeah, yeah, a lot of people learned to paint right enough. She was she was very similar. I think she maybe she didn't didn't she was American, but maybe she only stayed she was only over here. But yeah, yeah. That's right. I, no. I, there are many times when I've watched Bob Ross and I thought you know, he'll do a beautiful setting in the woods and stuff. Yeah. And I've always thought it would be so cool if there was a tank coming yeah, down yeah. that road or a, <laughs> or jeeps and soldiers coming out of the woods or something yeah. like that. I thought, boy, this could be something for <laughs> David Pentland to uh, start doing his TV show. Well, <laughs> Actually, I just I thought encountered, that, yeah. I, I did some kind of Google search for something and I, and then down at the bottom it had, Paintings from um, store-bought commercial landscapes from secondhand stores that you could buy cheap. Yeah, and this oh. artist was painting monsters into them. Oh, right. So I, I thought that's what I want to start good. next. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. That's like, a good idea. <laughs> go buy some landscapes and then have like you know a giant yeah. monster coming over the mountains or yeah. Yeah. running down the river valley. Yeah, yeah. Spice no, them up a clever. Yeah, I, I think I'll try that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might try that myself. <laughs> yeah, you put a lot of tanks into them. Suddenly you got. It. Oh, it'd be yeah. very, it'd be very popular. Yeah. So, David, um, yeah. how, when did you start getting in then to you know gaming uh, to do the art for games and how many games have you done? Uh, art for games. So I think it started with um, MMP. When, well, oh. started with the, the gamers on the MMP before they joined together, and it was by chance. Um, I, I I was doing work for Kurt, and uh, and then I don't know how I got to talk to um, the gamers, but anyway, it, it was coincidental, and both both guys both guys wanted me to do artwork for them, so I was doing box art for the gamers um, uh, for their OSC and SES and TCS series, and then. I was doing um, the ASL and for, I think, I think it was all ASL I did for Kurt. But Kurt actually what happened was he said, look, I want to buy some paintings and, and, and then I want to use them for, for the, for the, uh, the box covers. Oh, this is and Kurt then, Schilling? Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Okay. And, uh, okay. and then he said, right, okay, we need some more. And so usually whenever I did it, he took a, he took a good few of the originals. Um, so that was really great at the time. It was a nice, it was a real boost, you know, um, so it was. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I had done some work for some computer game companies, I think just prior to that, but they really weren't, you know, it was a bit hit or miss, you know, they wanted a bit more graphical style. They didn't really want painting, but, but certainly, uh, MMP, you know, seemed to go with the idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll use a painting on the cover. And, and then, um, for the gamers, yeah, same thing went, I, I think I might've had a, I'm not sure if I had a game from the gamers myself before that, you know, I'd actually bought a game of theirs. Or when it approached me first, but certainly whenever I do remember when I got the games anyway, I really liked the uh, the, the gamers games, and I used to play the um, well, I think what was the first one? Probably Frozen Hell, or uh, what was the first ones we would have done for them? Um, going back, um, I remember the first one I did. I think for MMP would have been the ASL Polish one, which is the Doom Battalions, was it? I think, and uh, oh yeah, uh, the Warsaw uh, one. And that was actually a bit of a, that was a tough one because trying to get the information and, 
and get a decent cover, you know, get a, get a decent composition with the, the tank and the, and the feel of Warsaw. So it was quite a lot of actually architecture in the background on that one that was, was a bit harder work than, than some of the other ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just sort of fed on from there. So as they brought out modules, then I was doing covers for them. Um, and then they used it on some of the, um, the annuals as well. They used some of the, some of the, the illustrations. Yeah, um, your, your, yours is on the other side of you. Doom Battalions, I think. Is that it down there? Yeah. I was just I think, looking for mine over there, too. Yeah. I was I was just, got, oh, there. There it is. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I knew, I I knew he was looking uh, for it. Thanks, Dave. I don't I was, know what I'd do without that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I always got mixed up whether it was called Doom Battalions uh, with the uh, Hungarian one. I can't remember what it was called. That was, uh, I quite like that cover. Um, yeah. That yeah. tank is different. It's got the two turrets on it. Yeah, well, actually, I made a, I made a model of that one, and it's still sitting unpainted. It's, it's built and finished and framed, and I still haven't painted it. But then you could still use it to look yeah, at, yeah. to draw. Oh, yeah, them. no, no, I didn't need to paint it. I didn't need to yeah. actually paint it up to do that. It's actually sometimes better just to get the, um, the basic tones, you know, so you can. Um, That's cool. Well, here's a question too. Often they cut the paintings down when they put them onto the box cover. Yeah. And it changes the composition. Does that ever bother you? Or? Well, um, no, what I, cause the thing was, I, I would, I would normally want to do, you know, a landscape sort of, uh, sometimes, sometimes it's portrait, you know, where it's like a sort of like the box cover you're, you're actually getting. But, but usually, usually I've painted, you know, something like this I like to do as a, like a two by three proportion sort of landscape. So, it might be two foot by three foot or twenty by thirty inch, something like that. But what I would do when I'm doing the layout, I would I would draw out the section that they'll they can use for their for their cover, and and that would show them or you can move it about move the you know the area about it, show them what section they can take. But I would actually extend the actual originals is built to be wider, you know, uh, and then I would allow them to have a, a section that they could extract from that, you know, if they wanted. But some of the later ASL ones were actually long. I think the the bridge too far and uh, um, the the Guadalcanal one were were done. You know they used that format. Then they used the, the sort of landscape format for the boxes. Oh no, Guadalcanal wasn't, but the bridge no, too but far was. Yeah, Tarawa. Tar- sorry, that's Tarawa. Tarawa yeah. was. Yeah, they used that. Just used the format of the. This um, is this is one of my favorite. Yeah. That's a great it, one. It, it is it is my favorite cover. Uh, a cover, all right. Of, okay. of all the yeah. boxes. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. It's just, just you've got all the different figures in there and they're all love it. to choose the moment where they're all huddled together on there when they hit the beach and they get under fire. And then the different the different guys and the different poses in there is all really, really nice. And yeah. then historical accuracy, they did have camo stuff in certain places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacific. That was the first time. I think that was the first time. I mean to be fair, that one was actually I had a series of photographs and I used that of them. You know, of the actual landing for that, for the layout for that one. But, um, yeah, yeah, the, the Marines were all wearing the, uh, the camo on the hats, on the, on the helmets at the time. Um, I think some of them, I think just after, that was probably the first time, you know, that, that was in use. The Marines were using it. Um, so yeah, you've got to get all the details right on the street because there's a lot of people who pick up on it pretty quick if there's any, well, considering the fact that the audience is people playing ASL, you know, so, you know, they tend to know their stuff, you know, so. Yeah, and I and I like the way you have the palm tree in the corner for framing yeah. device on the right side, so the eye of the viewer doesn't go off the right side and bounces back into the picture. Yeah, yeah that that palm tree there, yeah, and the yeah, spouts of water are just, just yeah, yeah, really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Really cool. 
Now, with the Bridge Too Far, I'm looking um, online. So that that composition on the original game, Jeff doesn't have Bridge Too Far. I have it over no. there. But, you know, I can – when I do the YouTube videos now, Jeff, I don't know if you noticed, but I do I do sneak in you, photographs. You drop in, yeah. Yeah, of, of different things now, trying to make it a little better. But uh, the audio podcast people would have to look at their box cover. So on oh. your Bridge Too Far one, was that like the whole composition? Yeah, I think it probably... That's, it was, a, um, that's the horizontal one? Yeah, yeah. And it was the... The guys were all... It was on the it was on the bridge itself. The guys were all lined up along the bottom. The, uh, um, what do you call them? Uh, Frost Battalion guys. So yeah. they were overlooking the bridge. That was a difficult one because... Part of the problem was you wanted to see the bridge, but you didn't want to see the back of the guy's head, so I had to turn them around, and yeah, it was maybe a bit difficult to try and get a, a good angle, you know. Yeah, because then then you can put in the the human side of it with getting the faces in, even. But no, it's yeah. super cool. And then the fact that they're up on the wall, yeah, you know, they're up on the buildings because in the game the bridge goes down and the city buildings are up high, so that yeah. I would use that to explain to my friend while we're gaming. <laughs> he's like well wait a minute what level is this house on how can you see the bridge and i'm like well look here at the cover you can see the guys are all putting fire down up high on the bridge so you yeah, have to remember yeah. we've got those kind of levels going yeah that's the that's the painting there and i love I the red berets of course yeah me too yeah. probably even well i think i had to go with the the paratroops on it because there, some people have had nice shots of uh tiger tanks down below the bridge nice paintings done that way you know which would have been good but um, you know, I don't think I could have got away with that one. <laughs> it was the British Paris, you know. Yeah, and, and those were all painted acrylic. The, those were actually done in oils, so they were. They're alkyds, well, it's, um, alkyds is like a faster drying oil. It's, it just, I mean, instead of taking two or three days for it to dry, it'll dry in one day. But it's not as fast as acrylics. That's the only thing. So, but it's the same as using oil. Yeah. Oh, and what's the name of it? Alkys, A-L-K-Y-D-S. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Because uh, I, I started with oils back when I was you yeah. know, really painting in art school and doing my other paintings that are better than this one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, boy, drying forever. You could just go in yeah. and, and blend, re-blend it or scrape it off and yeah. try yeah. it again. And it, it was well, pretty yeah. cool. It's good. If you, yeah. What the difference is when you're doing, if you're doing commercial sort of jobs, you don't want to be spending, you know, uh, two or three days waiting for a coat to dry. So with the alkyds, it's dry on a day and you can start the next coat the next day. But then it depends on what sort of stuff. I, mean, I work quite thin. Some people work really thick on pasta and then it would be just the same as oils virtually, you know, if they're, if they're down at all with a trial, you know, but, but I'm just doing quite thin coats. So it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I moved away from like trying to be an illustrator, realizing that. I'm not going to be able to probably end up being one with my skill level. And I started doing more in the Chicago images style of paintings with a lot of symbolism and a lot of my, mine were all these cold war fear of the cold war stuff growing up in the cold war, what that was like. And, um, so they were much more, um, so then I, the acrylics, Worked better for those because it was a lot more flatter imagery yeah. stuff yeah. Um, than the illustration type stuff. But my painting <laughs> instructor, I remember he kind of said, "You know, I, if you guys are going to paint your whole lives. You think about all the turpentine, all the smells, all the chemicals when you're dealing with oils. Yeah, that you're going to surround yourselves with your whole lives. And 
I don't know if there's, you know, he didn't say yeah, it guess, caused yeah. cancer, but yeah, but it's you're breathing it's it a, in the yeah. studio exactly, and, and yeah. it is part of the reason there. I think I stopped using. Well, it's one of the reasons I stopped using was probably as, as much, you know, and I, I went on the acrylics, um, but even acrylics probably there's an issue. But um, yeah, that's that's why I've sort of toned that down, and I know basically doing a lot of digital as well as the as the um. That's okay, you know? Yeah. Is, yeah. is there a particular program for digital in, in case I ever do decide? Oh, um, well, yeah. Else? I mean, I, I mean, it depends if you, I, well, I use a tablet and this, this is a, just a Wacom tablet and basically you just, it doesn't have any images on it. You know, you just draw on this like a, a board and then you see it on your screen. But the other way to do it is with oh. an iPad or a Syntax pad, which is actually, you know, you're actually seeing. So I'm, I can't show you because I'm on the iPad here, but. You're actually oh, seeing yeah. the image on that and you're drawing straight on your image. So, mm. um, so if, if you're using, um, if you're using an ordinary tablet and an ordinary sort of monitor or whatever, then you would use something like Photoshop or, uh, something like that would be fine, you know, or painters, coral painters good as well. Um, but if you're using an iPad, um, then I would use Procreate. Uh, it's a lovely little package, pretty, it's, it's really fantastic and you can do a lot of stuff, a lot of fantastic things with it. And there's another one called Affinity, which you can use on the, the computer. It's like an equivalent to Photoshop, which is, I'm trying to get, get change over to it, um, because it's, it's really good as well. But they, I mean, they're, but they're really like photographic, you know, the Photoshop is photographic and illustration, or there's, um, whereas, whereas, um, Procreate is purely drawn, you know, you're really just doing a drawing and painting package. But yeah, I mean, uh, there's a couple of really good ones out there. And they're not, that's not expensive. Photoshop is, but I don't, yeah, yeah, that's why I was trying to get away from it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good Especially now it. with the subscription and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. And then people lose all the stuff, you know, and yeah. you don't own it, you know. So, yeah. You know, but you know, I learned it. So, you know, it's, it's hard to, when you know something, it's hard to get away from it sometimes, you know. Was Photoshop the, um, the Apple product? No. Um, Adobe. They, Adobe. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Sort of, that's why this other, this other company, Affinity, has sort of really made a big inroad. And like, I think it's about 30 pounds, well, probably about $35 or something for, for their, one of their packages, you know, and you get designer, the same, the same sort of range that, uh, Photoshop or Adobe have. They've got like a, like a photo one and a, and a, and a designer one and a publisher one. So, oh, so oh, they're, they're really cheap. They're really good. Wow. Really, really good. Wow. Looks like you've you got go. something uh, over your left shoulder there. Is that a piece that oh, yeah. you have finished recently? Yeah. No, well, that's frame. Yeah, that's uh, that's one that I've done. This is one I did earlier. <laughs> it was cool. for um, Plastic Soldier Company. So they do uh, model kits, 72nd, 15 mil one. They do like a range of, they bring out one, one subject and maybe do it in a couple of scales. Um, so this was a stir. It's the same vehicle, but it's two variants just on it. So, um, and it's only, it's like A3 size. So it's, it's done on, it's done on canvas, uh, acrylics on canvas. Okay. So, those are, so I quite enjoy doing those because they're reasonably, you know, handy size to work at. And, um, you know, you get a nice, you can get a nice, uh, level of detail. It's, yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um, I don't have much acting here. Most of the stuff's in the garage there, uh, in the studio. Um, here's one here. Might be interesting. It's it's a bit different. Um, so it is. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, very nice. Oh, so, look at that. There yeah. you go. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, we just started the Star Wars role playing game. 
with oh, our right. friend Mike. So uh-huh. we're all that. that's that's cool. Yeah, very nice. And well, part who, of are the, you, who are you doing that for? Well, uh, um, a couple of us, um, the guy, the guy in Cranston, he was approached by um, uh, Lucas to do a to do a book. He wanted to do a book with different artists doing Star Wars subjects. So he asked, would we be interested in submitting? So myself and another chap, Ivan Barryman, and Jason Askew, I think we all submitted three or four images, and they they liked them and uh, they commissioned some more. So so I did. I think I did four or five, five um, for the, for them for Lucas and and then that was that was a, a one I did for myself just to see if if they would be interested, uh, and it was actually um they call them they're not storm uh, I forgot what the name of them is now they were they were like the sort of special secret secrets commandos and um they uh they, they, but that was just purely for myself really you know I thought they might be interested in, but um they, they they didn't go for that one um but I, I kept it for myself. But yeah, the other ones he used in the book, and they brought a book out, which was like a, a series of about, it must have been about 50 different artists, you know, had, had all done a few each in it. So and, but the people that picked weren't people who were doing science fiction necessarily. He used like, they had, there's a lovely Spanish portrait artist, and they did, he did a fantastic, um, painting, um, uh, of like the most, one of the monsters in the pit with a, a girl and stuff, you know, so it was always sort of asking other artists, you know, their, their spin on, on the Star Wars, you know, so it was, it was, it was lovely. Lovely opportunity to try to do yeah. something different, you know. So, but yeah, like, mind, we're all military. I like yeah. how the the palette. So when you're painting too, um, even the military stuff, it's more okay. So for that painting, the palette's clearly the blues, right, and the grays. Yeah, and yeah. You don't have any other color in there, which makes it yeah. seem really cool, like it's in a special place, and you know. But then for the military ones, do you try to do the same kind of thing, like with the backgrounds? Yeah, I mean, so you would sort of give it a color theme, maybe, you know. So, you know, maybe you'd want to, I mean, I did one, um, was it the, uh, Panther at the Zoo, which was the tear garden at the end of the war. So it was mainly a lot of grays, you know, uh, background fog, or misty, you know, sort of try to get, but, but throw a bit of color in, maybe just with the camo, camo uniforms of the guy in the front and on the, on the tank, you know. Yeah, um, that's the historical so, yeah. accuracy. Uh, so, yeah, you know, you, you do want to get a sort of like a, a, a tone sort of maybe feel through the thing, you know. You don't, everything you don't want everything to be like a sunny blue sky and you know nice bright summery colors necessarily, you know. Although maybe, you know sometimes a, a summer day shot, yes, that's fine. You know, like the Russian front or something on a good day. You know, yeah, and, yeah, maybe do that <laughs> when they're relaxing, maybe around <laughs> yeah, the tank, yeah. having tea, tea time, as yeah. Jeff yeah. likes to have. <laughs> well, I have a very important question here, David. Um, how can you be an artist and not have, or and maybe you do, but I want to know where are the naked ladies? The naked ladies? <laughs> I'll tell you. Like, she's next door. She's next door. She's next door. <laughs> life, no. life and Shoot. figure study. That's what I had in college. Yeah. Drawing from live models. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. actually a thing. I don't know if they still do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Some places do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. No, actually. But one of my friends, he, he's actually, he was a solicitor, a lawyer, and he, uh, he's just retired there recently, and he's, he's a, he's a good artist and a musician. But, uh, yeah, he took himself off to do a life study class a couple of years ago there, and, and they have the, the, uh, they're not always the most attractive. Some of them, no, you know? they're, no, they're, yeah, some of them have just issues. Yeah. They need, <laughs> they need money. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of taking it up myself, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 
a little uh, side hustle. I I did it for a year, and quickly you quickly get into, and then he had us doing these quick poses too. It's like, yeah, he he freeze, and then you he's trying to break you down from the rigid realism and into the spirit of the gesture. They call the gesture drawing, you know, the arm. Boom, boom, I think it's good, cut. you know. Maybe, maybe, I maybe need to do that. Actually, I maybe do need to loosen up sometimes and do some different, you know. Um, yeah, I think there's plenty of things I love to do, and um, I mean, look, in a way, COVID's been great uh, for me from the point of view of gaming because it's, it's given me a chance to to play. I mean, I would have had guys that would have gone once a month to play in the war game club, and I would have had a couple of friends over maybe we play a game, but. It's all been knocked on the head, so it's given me a chance to play uh, online with my brother. He's in London and play uh, online with another friend in, in England as well. Uh, and um, you know, so it's, it's it's nice to be able to do the things you you know you sort of say, "I'll I'll have to do it one day." So I've I've had a chance this last year to do play some quite a few games actually. So it's been you know I think it is good to make time to do the things you really you really want to do. Yeah, so I cool. do enjoy painting, but there's other things. The gaming's good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> are, are there at this point? Are there? Uh, do, do they ever? Somebody ever come to you with a job that you just don't want to do? You just turn it down, and say it's not my thing, or? I'm... Yeah, uh, it's, it's not often because usually they probably know you know for before they ask. But yeah, I mean, I think it's probably happened that the people have said, and I've sort of put them maybe steered them in the direction of somebody better, you know? Because if I did it, you know, it would be hard work, you know, to try and do it. But in saying that, I've taken on jobs recently. I took a job on for a friend's son. Uh, he, he did a round the world sailing race and, um, he actually, he actually got a medal, uh, from, for saving a, you know, sort of guy out in the middle of the Southern Ocean. But, um, I did a painting of his, his yacht that he was on, um, for his, for him. Oh. And, um, I got a couple of other commissions from his friends because they were on cruise. So it's not something that we'd have normally done or even thought about, but. It was a nice opportunity to do something a bit different, um, um, but it was more a personal, you know, just a, just yeah. a you know, personal job that you know, somebody by word of mouth. I took that on because I didn't think it, it was a problem. I think I could do it. I could get the information and so forth and do it. Um, but yes, there are some jobs there. Uh, for instance, my, one of my friends, Ivan Barryman, he's fantastic, you know, sort of um, uh, military artist. But his stuff would be first world war aircraft and naval. Well, modern naval, but also uh, Napoleonic. I love Napoleonic Navy, and I love the the, the Langton ships and stuff, and you know trying to trying to rig them. But I mean, to do a painting of uh, a Napoleonic battle, like the Battle of the Nile or something, I mean, it's just I couldn't have done. It. I couldn't do it. It's just mm-hmm. too much information that I don't know. But yeah. he's perfect, so so I mean, he can he can do one like in record time. I would still be thinking about it. He'd have it finished. And, and it's phenomenal, you know. But so yeah, I mean, something like that, I would be happy to pass it on to somebody who's more, more able, you know. Um, I think, I think sometimes you got to admit that you know you can't do everything, you know. So yeah. Some things are beyond you, you know. Yeah, I had I had a friend in college, right out of college, want me to paint his pets, hmm. uh, a lassie dog and a, two cats, I think, and I put them together into a composition, and. I was amazed. They came out really, really good. Like I kept, I, I would look at it and go, I can't believe I actually did that. And then another friend wanted me to paint their family homestead. And it was the architectural, the lines, everything straight. I, I just was not, it was yeah. not, not for me. Yeah, so yeah. I, I love tanks and I have done tanks in some of my still life paintings. 
Because they actually did put some models in to still lifes. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. With a globe, was trying to kind of get a little yeah. bit of a message in there about war and boundaries and countries and conflict. And so I wonder where those are. I think my mom has one in the basement. So I did enjoy it, but boy, getting the, the you know, just it seems more architectural and that's not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've done, I've done pet portraits for friends as well. Um, but yeah, I suppose architectural ones I would probably less, be less inclined to do, you know, it's, it's, it's a totally different, you know, ball game, really. Yeah. You know? yeah. So if people want to, uh, get one of your prints, how do we go about that? I think, I know you have a davidpentland.com site. Yeah, actually it's down at the minute. I'll have to, have to, have, um, I've lost the, the server went, so it did, so I'll have to rebuild my, I'll have to do a new website. I'm on Facebook, so it's probably at the minute best, but it's still on Facebook. So if you go to David Pantland Art on Facebook, um, and you'll get this. I've got a personal page, and I've got a military page, and I've got a uh, sort of fine art page, you know. So. And then yeah. you can just order prints, or they can order yeah. originals or take commissions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The prints we've been mostly in stock. Um, as for the originals, well, that's a, I'd have to check and see what's available, you know. So a lot of them have gone. But. Um, and I forget which ones have. <laughs> so, yeah. So you've yeah, done a, yeah. You've done a lot of paintings. Over a few, yeah. <laughs> How many have you done? Have you ever counted no numbers? I don't know. I tried, started counting one day and then I gave up. So, uh, I haven't put together a catalog for years. So, um, I mean, the book probably is only a, uh, it's only a fraction of it. What's in the book? And there's about a hundred in that, I think. That's so, a, yeah, that's a yeah. lot of paint. So, and that was the, the, uh, the book. And that, is that still available, of course? Yeah, I've sold some, sold copies left. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And that was the history of the, of tanks. World War 17, I. 1917 through the, yeah. We, we did that a few years ago for the anniversary uh, of the tank. Um, that was something I always wanted to do. And just, in fact, I had it lined up. Uh, Stackpole books were going to do, do a, a series of paintings or, Sorry, books on the paintings, but it fell through when the guy moved on. And then I think a year or so later, my friend, he would do the photography for my paintings and, uh, he kept it on and made it. Come on, let's do it. So we decided to do a Kickstarter and it, yeah, it was good. You know, so yeah. it was, but, um, I'd like to um, hopefully do another one sometime. Uh, maybe yeah, we, answers, we did. Think. We promoted that with what? I'm sorry. Maybe uh, next, the next one probably if I do another one would be Panzers, I think. Oh. Just one on Panzers because yeah. I've got a lot of those. <laughs> Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of different kinds of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, Dave and I are going to pose and get a picture of ourselves and send okay. it to you, and maybe you can work it into one of your the next, upcoming. Yeah, yeah. The ne- next project for for a squad yeah. leader would be great. Yeah, we'll see what I can do. Yeah. So <laughs> at the minute, I'm doing a lot of work for Warlord Games, which are again it's box oh, cover yeah. for their for their kits. So I'm doing a lot of work. They've got blood red skies. Yeah, wait. Uh, Warlord is uh, Warlord. Um, it's a British company. They do uh, yeah. well. They do they do a variety. They do naval, uh, you know, um, Napoleonic naval. They do Second World War naval. And they um, do miniature games. Miniature, yeah, yeah. They do. They do. Um, oh, yeah, Hail Caesar. Ancients, Hail Caesar. Hail, Hail Caesar. Um, I was thinking of trying Scott, those out. Yeah. Both yeah, action. Both action. Yeah. They do World that, War yeah. Two. So I have a massive range of figure games, of figures, you know, and, uh, tanks and stuff as well. And the artist I have actually doing the tanks is very, he, he does, he's, he's very, very, very good. The guy, um, Peter Noon, uh, he's, he's brilliant. Um, so I, they wrote me in to do the aircraft. Um, so I've been spending the last, last year or two, I was doing a lot of aircraft for them. Yeah. Cause Warlord Games is all over, uh, Games Plus, Jeff, over there. Oh, are they? Yeah. 
Yeah. Hail Caesar, yes. It's, um, I'm thinking of getting into get my ancient armies out that I don't use today. And I actually, <laughs> I actually do catalog lots of things, as Jeff can tell you. And I think I have thirteen thousand five hundred and something, fifteen or min- miniatures, all fifteens or twenty-five yeah. mostly because I just did army after army after yeah. army back in the day. Well, all right. Uh, anything else, Jeff or David, that you guys yeah. want to? Well, I, I would like to put out a big thank you to ASL. Without them, we wouldn't have Vassal. You know, it's a, I just suddenly told them the other day. You know, how, where it all came from, and uh, pretty amazing that what it's what it's become now. You know, and the other thing was, um, I, I will actually have to get get uh, my brother to play uh, an ASL game. So um, we've been playing everything else. So we um, we actually adop- we actually adopted. At Christmas time, we did a, a what do you call it, a campaign, paper campaign. But we used the maps from the old ASL, and we used um, old time, old school, old school tactical, and and grafted on um, rules from the battle group figure game for morale. And it was a really great crack, you know. So it was really fun. Oh. Uh, so it was, um, it, so it sort of like there was like an interlocking, it was an interlocking campaign of different uh, sort of battles with paper moving forward. And, and the, the Americans threw in. I was the Americans. Uh, got creamed every time. It was terrible. So, <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> but it was good fun. I mean, especially one or two of the battles were in fog and you could only see two axes in front of you. And it was amazing. Like, and the fog would lift and, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. So it was good, yeah. good fun. Yeah, it so, makes it fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, we had a good fun there. Yeah. I think, uh, the last time I played, um, was Squad Leader was the last, I didn't actually play much ASL. And we used to play the first squad leader crescendo of doom and, way and way the first back. four, yeah, way back. And um, you don't you don't I, look old enough to have played those. But. Thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> well, All right. Well, thank you very very much for taking the time. We appreciate it so much, and we're looking forward to getting those uh, links and stuff from you. We'll yeah. pass those along, and you'll you'll just be inundated. I just like your artwork, David. That's, Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah very <laughs> nice. Straight up history. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, and we'll end we'll end on that on a high note. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks again, and uh, right. hope you hope you have a a great rest of your year, and we'll look forward to talking to you in the future, perhaps. We'll do, lads. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much. Right. Well, thanks Be for well. thanks for having me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Take yeah. care then. Yeah. Bye bye, David. All the best. Bye bye. Now here's a word from one of our great sponsors, Ritter Creek. You know about Ritter Creek, Dave? I'm sure you do. Of course you do. They're a regular sponsor for our show and have been for a long time. Listen, folks, go over to RitterCreek.com. If you play ASL, you what, should be going to... What do I find there at RitterCreek.com? All kinds of stuff. Stuff from LeFranc Terrier, from Bounding Fire Productions, from MMP. All, all ASL stuff. All ASL stuff. Every, everything you would want. Go there, check out the website. It's a great website, great place to buy. But isn't it sometimes cost prohibitive to have this stuff shipped to your house? Well, this is the beauty of buying from Ritter Creek. You go to one site, you buy stuff. If it's inside the 48 United States, then it's free shipping. Wow. Go to RitterCreek.com today. That was David Petlin, the man with no nudes. (laughs) No nudes is good nudes, Jeff. I guess so. (laughs) Probably so in this day and age and at this point in time. Probably is. Great guy though, really nice. Yeah, really, really fun to talk and uh, learn all the little insights. Get one of his prints. I'm gonna have to add one to the. Oh yeah, 
collection yeah. with no wall space, but down here. Did you pick up some any tips, any art tips from him, Dave? You know, just gets inspired to do more things that I don't have quite have for. time to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, that's an issue. Well, it's good. I'm glad he's out there doing the good work. So, and it's Indeed. good to see good to see you as always. So uh, I guess and we'll we'll wrap up. Also, we'll be gaming later then tonight. Yes, we will. And um, Mando Day tomorrow. That's right. That's why I'm not getting any painting done. Yeah. <laughs> All this time with with hu human people. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you later, Dave. And, okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks everybody for listening. Indeed, everybody. So See remember then, roll low. And rally well. But not, but not when you're playing, playing us. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. We got, we got to work on that. We're always, a, it's always like a little. Uh, maybe, maybe well, here, do it we again, We need to right? practice. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Remember to roll low. And rally well. But not, but not when you're playing, playing when you're one on us. Wait a minute. You did that on purpose. <laughs>